Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. And welcome to the program on your Friday afternoon. Looking forward to the weekend. I know you are as well. Thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate that. What a beautiful day today. I mean, after all of the, you know, the cold weather we've had and then all of the rain today was really, it was literally a breath of fresh air. It's, it was very nice outside today. I did get a chance to get out and play a little bit of golf this morning. Um, did not play well <laughs> <laughs> but hey, there you go. All right, we got we got Buku's things to talk about today. You remember how the Democrats and even Rachel Maddow wasn't long ago. Rachel Maddow said on her show that uh, that she wanted uh, she well she accused Trump of being a fascist and a dictator, and she accused you of wanting a fascist authoritarian dictator. That's what the, but they, remember, they always accuse you of doing what they are actually doing. And that is what they are actually doing. They are trying to be fascist. They're trying to be authoritarian. They're trying to be dictators. That's what, that's what they really want. Deep down in their little commie hearts, that's what they want. They want an all powerful federal government. Forget the state's rights. Forget all of that. Forget individual rights, personal rights. They want the federal government to have all the rights. It upsets them that the, that the United States Constitution actually limits the rights of the government. Oh, they can't stand that. Oh, if anything gets their craw, gets in their craw, that's what does. That's what really gets them going because they think and we're talking about the people in Washington, they think they know better than you. The same with the, with the World Economic Forum, the same with the WHO, the same with all of these you know, elites out there, air quotes. They think they, they're smarter than you. They think they're better than you. Because why? Because you don't live in a big city? Because you, uh, oh, please. Oh, oh, you don't, uh, you don't even have your own private jet. How can you possibly know how to run an organization? Oh, my goodness. I've got a private jet. I've got five limos, 18 SUVs, and a Bugatti in the garage. But I am very much worried about your carbon footprint. See, that's all they worry about is your carbon footprint and what you're doing. So, Governor 
Abbott in Texas has decided, and rightfully so, and constitutionally so, Governor Abbott has decided to take the border crisis in his state in his own hands, especially in this one little sector there in Eagle Pass, Texas. And he has enlisted the Texas National Guard to come in and install razor wire. Well, Amy Phoney Barrett on the Supreme Court, she decided that it was well within the Border Patrol's rights to come in and cut that razor wire out. But what she didn't say, and nobody on the Supreme Court said, was it it didn't say what Texas could or couldn't do. It just said the Border Patrol had the right to do this, at least for now. We'll have a further hearing on that coming up in a few days. But as soon as the, the, the Border Patrol cuts this razor wire out, Texas just puts it back up. Good for them. Good for them. Christy Nome has got a great idea, kind of along the lines of what I said the other night. Here's what she said. This is incredibly important, and Governor Abbott has done the exact right thing, and I'll drive him more razor wire from South Dakota if I have to for him to do his job. What people forget is that governors are commanders-in-chief. We're responsible for the men and women of our National Guard. It's a heavy responsibility that weighs on our shoulders. And so we never engage our National Guard soldiers and those men and women unless it's incredibly important and if we feel that we have the constitutional authority to do that in this situation. Over two years ago, I declared it a war zone at the southern border, just how it was impacting South Dakota. And I'm a long ways away from South Dakota. My guard has been down there on multiple deployments supporting the Texas National Guard. Our border patrol agents do not support what President Biden is doing. That's right. Our ICE people on the ground do not support what President Biden is doing. Democrats in this country do not support what President Biden is doing at the southern border. And they disagree with him fundamentally. He's so out of touch. He is remaking this country. We will be Europe within a year or two. But the elites in Washington do support what Joe Biden is doing. They do support what he's doing at the uh, the border. So Christian Ohm wants to send more razor wire. Trump has actually called out states to send their National Guards to Texas. And the Democrats have absolutely lost their minds. Absolutely lost their minds. And now... The Democrats are saying, hey, here's what we need to do. Joe Biden needs to federalize the Texas National Guard. Democratic Texas Representative Joaquin Castro and Greg Cesar urged Biden on Wednesday to seize control of the state's National Guard as the Texas state government refuses to back down from its southern border operation. While it's possible for Biden to federalize the Texas National Guard, there are limits to what a president can do. Um, On Monday, the Supreme Court ruled that the federal authorities can take down concertina wire that Texas has placed along the border. Uh, The Biden administration has been asking Texas to relinquish Shelby Park, but the state has refused to stand down. So every member of the Texas National Guard is also a member of the United States military, but it can be federalized for a lot of reasons. It can't be specifically for law enforcement. It's almost like responding uh, uh, to Jello when you hear that these guys are saying things like, oh, Biden should federalize them. Okay, but what's the purpose? Well, we know what the purpose is. The purpose is to take away the power that the federal government has and to not allow Texas 
or any other state for that matter, to defend themselves from invasion. Article 4, Section 4, United States Constitution. The United States government will, not should, not might, shall protect states from invasion. Richard is in Caesar's head. Richard, what do you think about what's going on in Texas, my friend? Oh, buddy, I'm losing my mind. Uh, here, here's, the, here's the problem. You know, this is eerily familiar with a bunch of uh, fellow patriots coming from other states to defend the Alamo. Do you remember that? I uh, do, yes. That deal on the border? Yeah. Not only there, on, this, on this one, though, we're not fighting the Mexican army. We're fighting the American, uh, the Biden army. Yeah. And and this is this is unbelievable. And I just heard on the radio that now Biden doesn't think he's going to look too good if he gets involved with this. So he's going to cancel the natural gas contracts, yeah. uh, Texas, so they can't export. Yeah, exactly right. And we'll yeah. get to that yeah. story coming up. And just it's just another way that that Joe Biden. I mean, now again, Richard, the Democrats accuse Trump and and you know the MAGA folks of being fascist. Can you imagine any more fascist ideology than what they have coming out of Washington? Never. I mean, no. this is just unbelievable. It's, it's, it's their way or the highway. And this is, this is getting to be so much more deeper into yeah. this communist ideology that they're getting. And uh, we, we have got to put a stop to this right now. It's, it's going to get out of hand. Exactly so, right. You're right, yeah. Richard. I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. 25, I think now to over half of the governors in the United States have come out in support of Texas, including Governor Henry McMaster here in South Carolina. Let's see how much they support Texas. Biden losing favorability all over this country. People in in cities are hating what's going on in their cities because of all this illegal immigration. Do you think he'll really be the nominee? Well, some folks say, watch out for August. We'll tell you about that coming up next. This is the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. All right, folks, I have no idea what this is about. I really don't. But this guy over on Twitter, Matt Wallace, has tweeted this out, and it reads, Nikki Haley, I am giving you to the end of the day to drop out before I I expose what you did and send you to prison for a minimum of five years. I'm going to expose it no matter what. It would just go a little easier on you if you drop out. Good gracious. Man, can't wait till the end of the day to see what that's about, Matt Wallace. Let's see. Uh, we were talking about the border. Todd's got some comments about it. How you doing, Todd? 
I'm doing great, man. How about you today? Really good. It's a Friday. No Friday I can't you get got through. That right. <laughs> yeah, what's up? <laughs> hey, um, you know what Texas did at the border, which I fully support them. Yeah. Let's, let's not, you know, I fully support them. I also fully support the states that stepped in and said, hey, we support them. Now, with Biden and his administration going, okay, you want to override us, and we're going to shut down the natural gas coming out of Texas. People don't understand exactly how much natural gas. Oh, yeah, it's a lot. You have cut people's heat, their hot water, their, I mean, just, you've disrupted lives like you haven't seen before. I got a feeling this is, it's going to get ugly. It could be, um, it's looking like the beginnings of a civil war. It, I mean, it looks, you're, you're right. You're down the center. Yeah. And, and, I mean, and then, you know, you're standing on TV going, I want to solve the border crisis. You know, Joe Biden, I want to solve the border crisis. We need to do this. And when someone steps in and does it, they try to take them to court to undo what they're doing. So you're not serious about it. And then, like I said, you start shutting off natural resources to the rest of the United States. It's going to get ugly. I mean, it, it's kind of like... It's walking into a bear cave and taking their food away from them and saying na 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 na. This is you're, this you're is not what they do. Out of there this is exactly what authoritarian governments do. This is exactly what Russia does. It's exactly what China and Venezuela do. And and you're right about that, Todd. I don't know where this is going to end up, but it's not going to be good. Well, there's a verdict expected very soon in the E. Jean Carroll. Uh, defamation case with Donald Trump. Now she's suing him for defamation, um, and uh, and uh, now this is the same woman. That and go look at this. Find this online. It's so easy to do. She did an interview with Anderson Cooper, and in this interview, uh, she was talking about what what happened. Uh, and, and and even An- the look on Anderson Cooper's face is like I am in the presence of a psychopath. I am sitting here and there's a psychotic woman next to me. This woman said on that show that she said two things. Number one, rape is sexy. That's what she said. Then she said, not all rape is physical. She also said that. And then she claimed that Donald Trump somewhat uh, 23 years ago sexually assaulted her in the Bergdorf Goodman dressing room, big high-end uh, department store there in New York. But there's something strange about that. Something really strange about that. Because when they were asking her about this alleged rape in the Bergdorf Goodman dressing room, some people started saying, well, that sounds familiar. Wait a minute. Hold on. Have I heard this story before? Did I, did I read this somewhere or what was it? Or was, or what? Oh, wait a minute. No, it was on an episode of Law and Order SVU. In a public place. Yes, there was one a bit plain and it was not her fantasy. It was mine. Okay. Yeah. Uh, ah. Well play took place in uh, the dressing room of Bergdorf's. Uh, while she was trying on lingerie, I would burst in. Hold on. 
Yeah, it followed uh, it followed that story timeline almost identically, almost identically. Now, guess what? The jury in these cases were not allowed to see that evidence right there. They did not allow them because why? Because E. Jean Carroll said that she had never seen the show. I never saw why well, I never saw that show. Oh, oh, oh! You haven't seen that show? Well, we just won't even allow it into evidence. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this this is this is so ridiculous. What is going on in this country? And it's it's going to get even more ridiculous because listen, with what Biden is doing down at the border, and and how many people are turning against him, and now how he's doing in the polls, they got to get rid of him. They have got to get rid of him. Um, Kunstler, uh wrote, as Donald Trump consolidates his election mojo to find the forces arrayed to destroy him and more of the country turns against the creepy apparition in the White House purportedly running against him, you hear ever more chatter that a panicked Democrat party will insert Michelle Obama in a last-minute convention switcheroo next August. That's right, this coming August. I believe it's going to happen. I really do. I, and you know what? That terrifies me. Absolutely terrifies me. That Joe Biden is going to either drop out, say he's not running for re-election, there's going to be some medical crisis, there's going to be something going on with Joe Biden, or maybe he gets impeached. But the word is now that in at their convention coming up in August, which is, oh my goodness, what, seven months from now, Michelle Obama will be the nominee. How about that? Mm-mm-mm. That's going to be scary. And you know what that's going to require? But, but listen, this can be overcome. This absolutely can be overcome. It's just going to take you going to the polls in masses. I mean, 100% voter turnout, 100% voter turnout. We win this thing in every single state. That means the RNC better get their boots on the ground. They need to be doing what the Greenville Patriots caucus did last weekend. And that was go out and register people to vote, remind people exactly what's going on. Because if Michelle Obama gets elected coming up in November, you might as well look for a new place to live. Because America is going to get ugly and it's going to become unlivable. Because we will have another Obama term. That will be the fourth Obama term because we know this one is Obama's third term. That'll be his fourth and maybe even fifth term in office while he sits there with his, didn't they just offer Obama a job at uh, the president of Harvard? Yeah, I believe they did. I believe they did. Oh my gosh. Anyway, when we get back, Biden shuts down the energy sector again. This time it has to do with liquid natural gas. That's coming up. It's the Charlie James show. News talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas.
Well, the Biden administration is pausing approvals of pending applications for liquefied natural gas exports to countries with which the United States does not have free trade agreements, citing environmental concerns related to climate change as a key reason for the news or for the move. While the temporary halt is in effect, the Energy Department is expected to evaluate and update the guidance used to make authorizations. The White House said in a fact sheet, uh, fact sheet today that the economic and environmental analysis that their department currently uses are about five years old. They no longer adequately account for considerations like potential energy cost increases for American consumers and manufacturers, blah, 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 blah. This is, uh, this is done for one reason, one reason only. They are trying to hurt Texas. They're trying to hurt the Gulf Coast. They're trying to hurt the energy sector in this country. Again, they're trying to do it. And and one of the big people behind this is Jennifer Granholm, the energy secretary. Well, she was on CNBC today and it didn't go very well for her. And that harkens back to, to President Biden's campaign vow to put the fossil fuel business out of business. And, and he said that, he said, read my lips. We will put fossil fuels out of business. Uh, I, I did not hear him say that. I think the oh, president recognizes, we all do, that there to be a managed transition, that fossil fuels are not going away in the immediate. That is why the focus that the U.S. has been such a leader in making sure but, that... What's your, how long do you think, Madam Secretary? Do you think, I mean, just give me an outside, do you think it's 50 50- so here's Jennifer Granholm saying, oh, I don't I don't remember him saying that. Oh, you don't remember him saying that? You don't remember Joe Biden saying that? Uh, but, but, kiddo, I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree. But I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I am not going to cooperate. Ah, Ah, look in my eyes. I guarantee you we're going to end fossil fuels. And that's not the only time he said it. He said it time and time again on the debate stage. That was one of his campaign promises to end fossil fuels. And now they're doing it. Again, day one, when Joe Biden took office, he put this energy, he put, he put this country on the path to economic ruin. We were energy independent. We were a, 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 a net exporter of energy for the first time in almost forever under Trump. But because it was under Trump, he had to go along and do away with that. And now they're trying to punish Texas with this decision right here. See how they do? That is how. This is how they do. This is how authoritarian governments act. And that's exactly what we have right now in this country, an authoritarian government. And God help us. You you will. If Michelle Obama becomes president of the United States, folks, I'm going to tell you something. You're going to look back at the good old days of the Biden administration. You're going to you're going to hearken back. To the salad days of Joe Biden. Let's go to Robert in Greenville. Robert, uh, Nikki Haley, what's going on with you? Right on. I, I got a text from um, 
somebody named Travis of the Nikki Haley yeah. <laughs> about about the uh, the event in Malden. To attend, yeah, they want me to attend a Malden rally for Nikki. Yeah, but it's sponsored by a dot org go gore. What? Whoever, this is a liberal uh, run campaign. It's Nikki Haley. Um, let me read it let out. Just... HTTP forward slash forward slash NHWIN dot org co gore. This is a, a Al Gore campaign. Let me let me see. I'm looking at trying to look at this because um, I, I got the same email that you did. You did? Yeah, I did. Right. Well, um, I texted her back and I said because she won't drop out. I like Nikki, but because she will you not what? drop out. You like out. Nikki for what? I'll, I like her as a person, but not as a president. Oh, okay. Oh, you, know. right. yeah. you see what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, She's pretty. I'm not. <laughs> oh, my God. Please, <laughs> please tell me you're not going to vote with your crotch. Please tell no, me you're not going to do that. I'm yeah, I mean, not. come on. Don't. No. no. <laughs> you think with this one, pal. You think with that one. All right, Robert. Thank you very much. Oh, my goodness. She's pretty. She's pretty. She's pre- He's handsome. I'm going to vote for him. He's handsome. Oh, she's pretty. I'm voting for her. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> just, this is what you think with right up here, the one the, the one that's on top of your neck. That's what you do all that with. All right, GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989, the Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71307. We still don't know what this, um, I, I guess, the threat is from Matt Wallace over on Twitter saying, Nikki Haley, I'm giving you to the end of the day to drop out before I expose what you did, and send you to prison for a minimum of five years. I am going to expose it no matter what. It will just go a little easier on you if you drop out. Again, no idea what this guy is talking about. Absolutely none. But we shall see. We shall see what happens. But see, I mean, would you really? See, I would never do that. That's not something that I would do. I would never go, hey, if you don't do this by the end of the day, I'm going to post yada yada because (laughs) you might not live to see the end of the day, right? It's just something you never do. You just do it and then say you did it instead of saying you're going to do it. And then all of a sudden, I don't know, everything is covered in a gray veil and there's a light at the end of the, no, you don't do that. You never know. With some of these people, there are powerful forces at play, folks, powerful forces. And you do not want to uh, want to get out there and do that. Well, uh, Congressman Jeff Duncan has replied to Joe Biden and his uh, energy sector shutdown. And, and that's the, the only way you can really describe it, because that's what he is, what it is. Like I said, day one. Well, first of all, on, on the campaign trail, he just that was his campaign promise. I'm going to shut down fossil fuels. We are going to do this. So Congressman Duncan said, House Energy, Climate and Grid Security Subcommittee Chair Jeff Duncan issued the following statement following the Biden Department of Energy announcing it will pause liquefied national uh, natural gas exports approvals in a decision that plays politics with American energy sector, uh, energy security to win points with the environmental activist. 
He said Joe Biden is jeopardizing American energy security and national security by placing the uh, political demands of environmental activists over the responsibility he he bears uh, to ensure affordable, reliable and clean energy for America, unleashing American energy production and exports with American liquid natural uh, natural gas that is 40 percent cleaner than Russian LNG increases American energy independence and increases and decreases reliance on our adversaries. That's not a Republican viewpoint. That's a pro-American viewpoint. And he's right, because anybody that doesn't buy it from us is going to buy it from Russia. That's just a fact. That's going to put more money into their coffers and allow them to wage more war. That's why Donald Trump was breaking them. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. You know, it's got all the, uh, the liberals upset right now. You know, it's got all liberals all upset right now that Barbie didn't win the Oscar. <laughs> what? A, 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 a movie about a doll didn't win an Oscar? Oh, my goodness. Say it ain't so. Oh, boy. Oh, the world's coming to an end, isn't it? Holy cow. Man. Well, in that case, I'm upset that Porky's did not win an Oscar. I'm, I'm very upset about that, and it certainly should have. Doggone it. That was a good movie. Anyway, even even Hillary Clinton has compared herself to the Barbie movie. Now, you remember when, when Hillary Clinton said this? I think this is the right clip. I, I, I do believe. Let's, let's just take a listen. You can run the best campaign. Yeah. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. How can you win? Oh, oh, so what she's saying now is you could be the best movie. You could get amazing returns at the box office, and you could still not win the Oscar, just like me. Oh, I know how you feel. Oh, my gosh, these people. These people are hideous. <laughs> They're upset. They're upset because the Barbie movie didn't win an Oscar. Have you ever been upset if a movie didn't win an Oscar? I mean, for more than like 30 seconds. You'd be like, you'd be like, all right, and the best motion picture is. You go, yeah, come on, come on. Oh man, oh well, <laughs> oh well, that's over with. Doggone it, that should have won. All right, Lord of the Rings should have won that bad boy. I'm out of here. I don't even know if they did. I don't keep up. Nobody watches the Oscars. Nobody cares. Do you know who cares about the Oscars? The Hollywood elite. That's it. Period. Least least viewership. All of these award shows are just, oh, nobody's watching that drivel anymore. I mean, the last thing people want to do is see a bunch of millionaires get in the same room and congratulate each other on just how awesome they are. That's all. I mean, the only reason what was it, uh, the only reason to watch that was when R- Ricky Gervais just slammed those people to their faces. That was the best part of the whole thing. But. There you go. Just watching the elite. Oh, the elite loves themselves, don't they? Don't they? 
Uh, Charlie, probably publicizing that Nikki paid hush money to Will folks to quiet down about speaking of the affair. Well, he didn't do that. Uh, Charlie, this is very similar to what the feds did in the South in the 1850s and 60s. I married to a New Yorker, and even she says enough of Biden. It is um, time to consider secession, especially if Texas leads the way. Charlie, uh, and anti-Trump when you are pro-Trump. Haley, what does that say? Charlie, how do you reconcile your broadcast company showing that they are nothing but a bunch of you-know-whats by running advertisements, both pro-Haley and anti-Trump? Okay, let me, for the 1-536, I want you to listen closely. And I want you to understand this and understand this from this moment till the end of time. Radio stations cannot turn down political advertising. If you are a uh, political action group, a PAC, that is registered with the FEC, if you are a political campaign that is registered with the FEC and you want to run advertising on this station, we have to do it. It's the law. Would you like us to break the law and lose our license, 536? Would you like us to do that? If the Communist Party had a, had a pack and they filed with the FEC, and they came in and they said, here's our money. We want you to run these ads for us. You know what we'd have to say? There you go. Exactly. All right. Okay. You got it. There's nothing we can do about it. Absolutely nothing. So you can keep your nasty language to yourself, 536, and leave the high-quality broadcasting to us. All right. The GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning Text Line, 71 71- 307. Would love to chat with you this afternoon. What else we got going on out there? Oh, man. (laughs) Will. 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 Do you remember the Tide Pod Challenge? Do you remember that when people were eating Tide Pods? I do remember that was was a thing that kids were doing. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Now, Now they're doing something else. Just to let you know, now these are these are people that walk among us. Yeah, well, you know, the last one that I had heard about was, and I don't know what the name of it was, but they were jumping off of speeding boats. Smart, yeah, very smart, smart, yep. smart stuff. Now they're deep frying toothpicks and eating them. Why? When does it end? I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know. What was what was the one back when uh you know I'm sure it was around when you were growing up. It was around when I was growing up. The chubby bunny, the where you would stuff the marshmallows in your mouth and you would try to say chubby bunny chubby bunny and, you know and it was like uh, and like kids choked doing yeah. and it's yeah. like okay that was bad. I get it, but things have just gotten they're How ridiculous. much worse? Yeah. And the fact that they're getting all of this stuff off of TikTok is is even worse. I mean, people are literally getting some batter, putting two toothpicks in the batter, and they're deep frying them and eating them. You know, and here's here's my my overarching philosophy on social media is that it's not that it made us like it didn't. It, it didn't make us crazy. It exposed our crazy. It exactly. Yeah. It, it 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 just exposed. magnified it. Exactly. <laughs> That's her. it. Deep fried toothpicks. Not. I think I'm on tried. 
I love me some good deep fried food, but they are. They're doing that stuff. They're doing that stuff. Um, let's see. Let's see. Do 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 do. Anyway, anyway. All right. So uh, the GDP numbers are out, and they grew a little bit. And the the Democrats are trying to say that this is one of the reasons that uh, you know the economy is growing. However, they're not telling you the whole story, right? They're not telling you the whole story. While the GDP did grow a little bit last quarter, what the Democrats aren't telling you is that our national debt doubled. So that's that's literally like you going out and you racking up a whole bunch of credit card debt and then coming home and say, hey, honey, hey, honey, I got a 2% raise today. Everything is awesome. No, everything is not awesome. In fact, everything is dire right now in this country because of the unbelievable amount of debt that we have. When we get back, big trouble for big Fannie Willis. All things are, you know what she did? She messed around and found out. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.